Hello and good morning, or afternoon. This episode of the Watauga High School Science Debate is dedicated to all the wonderfully diverse alternative power sources provided by water. 70% of the Earth is covered by water, so logically, humans as a species should consider this form of sustainable energy. So... Hydropower, let's talk about it. But before we get into it, our sponsors for today are the Sustainability Club and TVD. Thank you! The first section for today's podcast is all about the hydropowered renewable energy source of tidal electricity. For this section, our guests include the wonderful Teddy, Abby, and Hannah. Let's get into it. Hi friends, welcome to the first copy of Backstabbing Fun and Self-Promotion. Some say the modern world is not designed to run on only tidal power. Well, like my good friend Richard Watterson says, We've been on the moon, and proof the Earth is flat, and Albert, and Albert Einstein brought a guy named Frank back from the grave. So I'll tell you what, real science is not taking no for an answer. Ah, true words of beautiful poetry and idiocy. Now, according to business or something, I'm supposed to give reasons why my product is the best. In short, tidal power operates by a rotating turbine. The amount of rotation depends on tide strength, and is connected to a generator, creating electricity. So prepare yourselves. We're going on an adventure on what might sound like an awkward Nerf gun commercial. Number one. Gosh, I'm so organized. Um, <clears throat> anyway, we offer multiple versions of tidal le- electrical recreation, ensuring we are super efficient. Ensure the turbines can kill ocean life, but that's why there are three different versions, and it's an easy fix to enclose our product from life. Numero dos. Ocean currents are expected and usually do generate more energy. Instead of using things such as wind and solar, which can be hit or miss, the ocean is a great source. It is constantly moving. Number three, many people worry about the emissions of greenhouse gases and how they affect our planet. Well, not to worry. This form of power produces absolutely no greenhouse gases. Playing into the fact it also has a low environmental impact. Ha, rhymes for life. Number four, just like other renewable energy resources, although ours is cooler because like water and stuff, It uses natural earth movements for energy creation. So for all you tree huggers out there, this one's for you. Number five, to make sure no worker gets all grumpy, tidal power is very easy to install. You can install it and go on lunch break, you lazy logs. And number six, tidal power is cool. So yeah, you know, get on it right now. Yo, dude, have you ever heard of tidal power? Well, it's like super dope, man. Pretty much, you put these little thingamabobbers into the ocean, and they move with the super cool ocean and create like this really dope energy that we can use as electricity in homes and businesses. Broski, how exactly does it work, though? Well, like, you create these little buoys or some other contraption that, like, moves with the water. Then, inside of it, you add the copper coil things with a magnet that goes up and down with the movement of the ocean. Kind of like how when we go surfing, the waves move us up and down on the surfboards. When the magnet interacts with the coils, it creates electricity that we can use to power our homes and stuff. Pretty cool, right, dude? Yeah, but how much electricity do these little thingies produce, broski? Well, if we had enough of these things in the ocean and we used all the energy for them, we could produce 
60% of the U.S.'s energy needs from just little buoys floating around in the ocean. Wow, 60%? That's like a lot of energy, man. I know, it's dope. Do we use this energy source right now? No, Barrow. Why not? Well, you see, little buddy, life just isn't that simple nowadays. All people care about is money and greed. They don't want to make the environment better or the wildlife healthier. They just want to keep money and power. Well, what's all the money and power for? Well, dude, don't you know? It's to keep their horrible fossil fuels company going, which is hurting the environment, ecosystems, and wildlife. Wow, dude, that's like totally messed up. I know, man. People are no fun. Maybe if everyone just surfed every day like us, the world would the world would be a better place. And a lot of people are only focused on one specific type of tidal energy, which costs a lot of money for the equipment and can ruin ecosystems in the ocean. What type is that? Well, there are these huge turbines that are almost like wind turbines that they put in the huge body of water, and they use the movement from waves um, to move big blades. Well, that still seems pretty cool. Yeah, but they're expensive and harmful. These little buoys are much more efficient and cost-worthy. Well, then why aren't we just using those ones then? I don't know, man. I guess people just don't really know about them. Can everyone just convert to tidal power already? Then if it's like so much better. Good idea, Will Broski. Convert to tidal power, dude, for the greater good of everyone and your broskies. Fossil fuels are crude, dude. Be like Murph and surf. To get electricity, you must have publicity. From the motion of the ocean, we get an electric potion. If we ride with the tides, the, co- uh, the coils will toil. Pollution is bad, but we can find a solution. We get electricity from buoys floating in the Great Bluey. Tidal power is epic and magnetic. What a great first section. Many thanks to Teddy, Abby, and Hannah. However, we're just getting started. We still have two more sections to cover. And up next, the lovely speaker, Annie F., will be explaining the hydroelectric energy storage of pumped water. You may have heard that solar panel power is the best form of renewable energy, but I'm here to tell you that that's just not true. What happens when it's a really sunny day and those PV panels can't absorb and convert all that energy? Let me introduce you to pump storage. Pump storage can take all that excess energy produced by solar panels and use it to pump water up to a reservoir that is upstream. The water is stored, and when the demand for energy is high and the sunlight is low, it can flow downstream into a powerhouse that uses the flowing water to power a motor and generator. That creates electricity. The water is released into a lower reservoir, and the electricity is transferred to a power grid. You can use pumped water by itself, too. Using dams and naturally occurring reservoirs to power this process can create renewable energy without changing any systems that are already in place. Pumped water can make up for what other renewable energy sources may lack, which provides increased energy stability. 
Pumped water can adapt to the needs of the power grid with ease, and it's inexpensive too. We can only make so many batteries, but using water and gravity requires less resources and money to create electricity. You may be asking yourself, but what if the water evaporates? Which is a fair concern, but there are many solutions. Covering the reservoirs and placing pumped water systems in places with ample rainfall can make up for what is lost due to sunlight. There are 84,000 dams in the United States. Imagine if all those dams and reservoirs used pump storage, or some other large-scale form of hydroelectric energy production. We'd have so much more renewable energy. Thank you so much, Annie. What an informative and fun segment. For our final hydropowered renewable energy source, we turn to something much smaller than any of our previous power sources. Here to explain all about microhydro, we have Hadley and Aniston. Today, I will be talking about microhydro systems and why they're the best renewable energy source for you. Microhydro power is by far the most re- amazing renewable energy source because it has little negative environmental impact, low distribution running costs, they're durable systems, cost effective, and the maintenance costs are low compared to other renewable energy sources. It also only takes a few liters of running water per minute to create power. The only impact on the environment that microhydropower has is that it disrupts the natural flow of a stream or river. But microhydropower is environmentally friendly since they have a smaller ecological footprint than other hydro systems. The distribution and running costs of these systems are very low because they are durable and very well built, making them last a long time, as well as making the extra expenses on the systems low. These systems are also relatively inexpensive compared to other hydroelectric systems. A microhydro system costs around 4000 to 15000 depending on how much power it takes to power your house. Only a 10 kilowatt system can power a larger home or even a small resort. Purchasing a microhydro system would be very effective and worth every penny when you get that electric bill in the mail and it's much, much lower. If you have a stream with even as little as 13 inches of water, you can build a smaller microhydro power system that may not be able to power a lot, but it can make a difference in your power bill. There are some conditions that are required to build a microhydro system on your stream. You may be thinking, oh no, there must be so many requirements, but actually you only need a few things. You need to find the power output of your river and then see if it has 50% to 70% efficiency as well as finding the head and flow of your river. Microhydro systems are more than worth the money spent as you make up for it with those low electric bills. Hopefully you'll be thinking about purchasing a system now. Hydro water power is one of the best renewable energy sources. I mean, hey, it uses water. That you can find in your backyard. And I guess you do need a small creek or river by your house, but if you do, then you're set for life. Microhydro water power only takes a very small amount of water flow to make it work, and you'll have a constant supply of electricity, and you will not have to depend on anyone else. Microhydro power water will save you money and is a very reliable source of energy. Microhydro water power is also good for our environment and it has low noise and low air pollution. It's a win-win for you and our environment. Many thanks to all of our wonderful guests that appeared on today's podcast. Now we ask you, the listeners, to decide what hydropowered renewable energy source you think is the smash boom best we have a poll in the description for you to cast your vote on which water energy you would use 
Thank you all for listening. Feel free to, although we highly recommend you do, check out all the other episodes of the Watauga High School Science Debates.